0: You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively, you can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going and you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host Jason Cook and today we have Tamika Spalding joining us again all the way from Port Sorel. Welcome Tamika.
1: Good morning, Jason. How are you?
0: Good. I just had your fader down a bit too far then, but I've got you up loud now, so... Oh, good. It's uh, good to have you with us again. Thank you for joining us. And uh, what have you been up to? It's been a few weeks since we've had you on our program uh, on Connecting the Dots. What have you been up to?
1: Uh, I've been doing, well, a lot of writing, actually. Um, I've decided to prioritise writing over everything else that I'm doing, um, after, of course, God and family. And so... Uh, Yeah, I've been sitting in a room on my own doing a lot of writing. Actually, uh, not that too too long ago when I first decided I would take writing more seriously, I organised our house a little differently and I um, moved my son out of his bedroom so I could make his bedroom my office and then put him into our front room, which had been kind of a junk room. And... um, felt that I really needed an office so I could do my best writing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's beautiful in in here. This is where I'm sitting today. I've got my studio set up in here and bookcases and all my resources together. But um, on a side note, I thought that I needed an office so I could write and decide, you know, I've discovered that procrastination and um, getting distracted by doing things like cleaning the house uh, seems to still take over. So... This last two weeks I've not been in my office writing. I've made a little bag for myself and got all my resources and then I take myself to a, a local cafe. Um, it's called the Crowded Lounge in Latrobe. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful, wonderful place. And find a posse in there and write there. And
0: that's been my, able my to mum keep lives. me my more mum, focused. <laughs> my mum lives in Latrobe. I guess you're aware of that. So just up the street.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's not too far away.
0: Yeah. So uh, you've found that an enjoyable way to to get some writing done?
1: Yeah, I have. I had this thought that I needed to be in silence to mm. do good writing, and I've discovered that I um, I'm so used to having noise around me that that silence is gets me distracted. So um, okay. yeah, well, I've really enjoyed being in a an you know warm, friendly, uh, at times noisy atmosphere and. Yeah, I do. I do better in that area.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back here today. Now, the last episode we did was called "Mistaken Identity." That was a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, just give us a, a very quick recap of what that was about.
1: Uh, Basically, I went to Adelaide. My mum had been in hospital and um, I came to visit her and I was mistaken to be somebody else, a patient actually, Mm. um, by a nurse. And what saved me to be able to prove who I was, that I wasn't this patient, um, I I had to provide only my name, which was on my Medicare card. Mm. And, um, yeah, our program was all about our identity in Christ and how um, we really only need our... our our name um, because our identity is in Christ. And, um, yeah, everything else doesn't matter as much as we think it does. So, Mm. yeah, we just explored identity,
0: really. We we often find ourselves identifying with other things, but really our true identity is found in Christ. That's right. Now, of course, you can go back and listen to our past episodes on the Faith FM Australia app. You can get that from the App Store, whether it be Apple or Google Play Store. And uh, you can also listen on the FaithFM website. Now, sometimes uh, people do say that um, the signal's not always good where they're driving particularly. Well, you can actually use the app to listen to our live programs and uh, you can, wherever you've got a mobile phone connection, you can listen to our radio using the app as well. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Tamika?
1: Well, uh, I've titled it God Has the Answer. And um, before I start talking about what the program is going to be, I have a a question for our listeners, Mm. um, which is, has there been a time in your life where you have experienced a miracle or perhaps had an answer to prayer? uh, Maybe a prayer that you haven't even prayed about yet um, from God. And another question, has there been a time you have experienced a miracle that you might um, have considered to be perhaps a trivial matter, um, something that you've been surprised that God did something about for you, Uh, and then you know, maybe in hindsight, you've realized the, the power and um, the blessing, the significance of that, that answered prayer to something that yeah, you, you felt originally was trivial.
0: Mm. So text us in uh, if you've got something to share, 488 We'd love to hear of your experience of a miracle. If you've experienced something, it doesn't matter how big or how small, um, we'd love to hear from you today.
1: Yeah, because I love it uh, when God surprises uh, me and, I yeah, especially when it's unexpected. Mm. And today's program um, speaks for itself, really. It's, um, you know, that God has the answers and, you know, he has the answers to our prayers. He has the answers to our problems and our struggles and our needs. And what I love about God is that this includes all of us. Um, from every age, every stage, every season that we're in. And, you know, we all have problems. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some problems are easier to spot than others. Um, We all have struggles. You know, some present themselves a bit, you know, unexpectedly and something might happen during the day that you just just hit you from nowhere and, you know, knocked you to the ground and that, you know, that happens. Um, And then there's other problems and, and struggles that we have that seem to just keep resurfacing, you know, over and over and over. I remember when I was going to a um, uh, a counsellor for a little while, a few years back, actually a long while, a few years back, um, going her, to her quite regularly. And I realised there was a pattern in what I used to discuss. And I remember coming home thinking, I just keep talking about the same struggle, mm. just with a different storyline. Mm. And you know that really um that really hit me, um, and we also have needs you know needs are where um, we can get probably ourself into the most trouble um, because God is the only one that can meet our needs and i I think in terms of you know yeah issues, our needs are probably the trickiest um, to you know to to bring to God. Um, because they're hard for us to identify sometimes, you know, understand or even explain. And they're quite often our deepest, um, you know, the deepest things that we have within us, you know, that come from things like trauma, you know, unpleasant life experiences or, you know, uh, low self-esteem issues. Uh, And, you know, even if you are aware of them specifically, um, you know, it's probably the hardest things to talk about because you put yourself into the the greatest vulnerability. Mm,
0: that's 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 a real key point, isn't it? That where we recognize a need that we don't have or we can't fulfill within ourselves, then that is a vulnerable uh, place to be.
1: Mm. Yeah. So today um, we're talking about a time when God um, answered an unexpected, um, well, yeah, he gave me an unexpected miracle, really, um, something that I hadn't Prayed for or asked help for, but I'm really glad that he stepped in and, and helped.
0: Mm. It'll be good to uh, get into this. I'm I'm fascinated with this uh, story that you've got. So.
1: <laughs> oh, and and today, actually, I picked a beautiful um uh, a beautiful Bible verse that that goes along with today's that I really think encapsulates what the whole program is about. Um, well, you can you can read the verse for us if you'd like, um, Jason. It's in Isaiah forty six four.
0: Yeah. Do you know what uh, translation you've got it here? Because uh, I didn't actually look it up.
1: Yeah, I my favourite um, Bible to read out of is the um, New King's James Version.
0: Okay, so that's that that was the one that I was raised
1: with. Of so that's it. what it is.
0: <laughs> so it says, "Even to your old age, I am He, and even to grey hairs, I will carry you." I have made and I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. So that's Isaiah 46, verse 4. So why yeah. is that uh, such a special verse to you today?
1: Well, when I read that, I see that as a promise of from God that, you know, he is faithful, he's faithfully caring for us. You know, he says to us that he he even will carry us, and throughout our, you know, life in everything, from when we are um, conceived right through to old age when we've got grey hairs. Um, and for us, you know, I'm in my my late thirties. I've got grey hairs. So you know, any time you start with your grey hairs, God is still with you. Mm. Um, he's by your side. He's willing to answer when we call out for help in all areas. And when I say all areas, I mean, you know, it's not just our issues and our problems and our needs. It's our joys. It's what, well, you know, I remember talking to God about what I was eating for breakfast one morning and, and um, it, you know, it seemed so trivial. And that turned into a little miracle that, you know, one, one day maybe we can talk about on another program. But any, anything you can bring to God. And um, you know he he will call he will answer our calls in in ways that we we don't expect or make immediate sense to us. Mm. Um, and yeah. you know
0: what what I love is that um, God is available to everyone from a child to uh, you know somebody who's at the end of their life. Um, I, I think the difference is that as a child we tend to trust and believe uh, more easily. And as we grow up, we tend to want to take control ourselves and solve all of our own problems. And so perhaps that's as we grow up, it becomes even more of a challenge to really let God, um, you know, do what he's promised to do for us. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll get into the rest of your story soon. We're going to go to a break. That question we'd love to hear from you today. Now, this is a pre-recorded program, so we won't be able to share your answers directly on air, but we do uh, read all of the messages that come in. We'd love to hear from you a story about a miracle that had happened in your life. Uh perhaps an answer to prayer. Um text us in on 0488 880 891. This is Belong to Me by Tim and Melody Davis. It's written by Joanna Carlson.
2: She walks in and closes the door, shuts the world out of sight for another lonely night, and she cries as she empty room and the solitary life. But heaven is hearing and sharing each tear. And I know the Father is near.
0: to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and today we're speaking with Tamika Spalding and she's talking about how God has the answers for us, even sometimes before we even ask. We asked you a question, we'd love to hear from you. As I said earlier, this is a recorded program but we still read your messages so do share with us. Has there been a time in your life where you have experienced a miracle or perhaps had an answer to prayer, Uh, maybe even a prayer that you hadn't yet prayed, so uh, we'd love to hear from you today. Zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one is the number to text us in a response to that. So, Tamika, you mentioned earlier that uh, a miracle of some sort happened to you. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, well, my mum bought a um, call the wife uh, call the midwife uh, season eight television series DVD back in uh, twenty nineteen. And um, I'll go into in, into the program a bit later on and why this particular TV series has become important to our family. But in our most recent trip to Adelaide uh, several weeks back, our family uh, decided together that um, we would um, sit down and watch Call the Midwife mm. and we haven't seen it for a little while. And So this um, is like
0: three years later sort of thing.
1: Yeah, three years later. And, uh, yeah, my son actually asked. He said, oh, Mum, can we sit down and watch Call the Midwife? And so, yeah, we went and got the um, the packet. Now, the the DVD had had still been sealed up in its plastic and had not been opened, still had the price tag on it. And, um, yeah, we opened it. And we got the DVD out that we were up to, and the DVD was quite damaged. It had uh, like a corn kernel-shaped um, gouge in it. And my dad saw it first and he looked at it and he tried to sort of scrub it off or pick it off thinking that it was something stuck on the top of the DVD. And, um, and the rest of the DVD was, was damaged as well. It wasn't just this little gouge. Well, it was a reasonable size gouge and, um, and he couldn't fix it. So he brought it over to me and I was in fairly dim light initially. And I looked at it and I thought, yeah, there's no way I can fix that. That's, that's broken. <laughs> And um, anyway, he was keen to see it fixed, so he brought over a brighter light and a rag. And so I looked, and I remember distinctly thinking, this is unfixable. I can't fix this. And um, so anyway, we put it back in its in its uh, container, uh, in you know, in the DVD package.
0: It would have been disappointing.
1: <laughs> it was disappointing, <laughs> yeah, because we were all ready to watch it, and we couldn't. Mm. Um, and so Mum said, that's all right. I'll go find the receipt and we'll take it back. So <laughs> she went off and... Um,
0: There's no way I would have a receipt for something like that <laughs> three years later.
1: <laughs> My mum, she has the best filing cabinet system. Wow. She re- She keeps every single document, every single bill, every single receipt that's ever been, mm. and she has it in, um, you know, numerical order date order it's she's awesome with that type of thing and so um the reason why um listeners might not know but I've been doing quite a few trips to Adelaide recently because she's been quite unwell being in and out of hospital and so um and it's been quite serious so with her being home that was a huge benefit to start off with um she's not at the time she wasn't really um able to go you know backwards and forwards and look through the filing cabinet all that easily but she was keen to do that so she went back and she found the receipt and you know you you know after a time especially three years receipts do fade and so she found a receipt and um, grabbed it and was sure that 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 was the right one so she grabbed it and then she thought and you know I might just back it up with a bank statement so she went and found a bank statement and, um, yeah, and, and grab that too. So, anyway, we put that in the car and we decided we'd go off um, straight away and, and return it. And we went to the shop that it was originally purchased at and we all sat in the car and my dad said, oh, I'll just go in and do it. Um, and so he went in on his own and showed them the paperwork and they said, we're really sorry but we can't return it because um, – and we can't replace it because this particular shop doesn't sell DVDs anymore. Mm. But um, he said, just if you go to, you know, a different suburb um, at the closest store, um, they they still sell this particular DVD. They still sell DVDs. So, you know, to go over there. So we decided we would go over there and turned up and I I said, oh, I'll come in with you, dad. So we went in there together with the, the paperwork in hand. And um, oh, the other funny thing is my mum actually kept the plastic packaging to make sure she could prove that it had only just been opened. Mm. And at somewhere between the house and the car, that packaging disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have that either. Anyway, so we went into the store, we lined up, and we waited in line for a while. It was quite a busy day um, in there. And, and so I thought, okay, I'll just prepare myself of what I'm going to tell the lady um, at the counter. And I went through the paperwork, and then I realised there's this big, oh, oh no, this isn't going to work, because the receipt that my mum had found, um, the ink had faded to a point where it was bearably readable. Mm. And my mum has low vision as well. And she had found a, the right shop, the right price, but the wrong product. <sighs> so <laughs> that wasn't going to work. But I thought, it's okay, we've got a backup. We've got Um, the the bank statement. Hmm. So I looked at that, the right shop, the right price, the wrong product. (laughs) And then I thought, it's okay, I've got the plastic packaging. And that wasn't with me either. (laughs) (laughs) And you looked around at the shop and they had everywhere uh, that they would only um, replace products uh, with proof of purchase. Hmm. And I thought, how am I going to prove that I purchased this product that – we had, you know, we we originally purchased it, as I said, back in 2019, mm. and that it's now suddenly damaged. How can I prove that it was already damaged, that I haven't, you know, I haven't damaged it in the last three years? Mm. So my mind kind of quickly got into knots because I, and my stomach got into knots. My mind went a bit crazy because I thought, okay, I can either be honest and just go through it all and explain what's just happened and hope she believes me, or... I could say that it was a gift and I don't have a receipt. Hmm. And would you do it anyway? Or, and and like, just to point out, I don't generally uh, go down these tracks of, you know, deception, but these things, you know, go through your mind. Um, and I thought, oh, look, it's just a DVD. Who cares? I can just replace it by buying a new one. I don't even have to tell her that it's damaged. I'll just buy a new one. And then I thought, well, if I do that, mum will want to know, how did I go? Did it get replaced? So then I'd have to tell Dad, tell Mum that we just got it replaced. Don't tell her I had to buy a new one. Mm. And then I thought, no, because then Dad, um, you know, Dad won't keep that a secret for me. He just, you know, he's very literal and he'll just say it. Mm. Uh, I thought, that's a bad idea. So anyway, um, I really didn't know how to solve the problem. And, um, you know, the problem was I had a damaged DVD that needed replacing. Mm. The struggle was what would I say to make sure I got it replaced? Mm. And the need for me was to tell the truth, have mum be happy so she felt good and I felt right and good within myself that I did the right thing mm. and so that the lady, I hadn't deceived the lady and the lady wouldn't be upset with me. And, um, you know, talking on a deeper level, it's – it's important for me to feel that I've done the right thing and everyone's happy for me to kind of feel at peace with, with the world and with myself and with God. Um, and, you know, that deep-seated issue that, you know, I'd go to counselling for is I do have that uh, issue of, you know, am I lovable? And um, so coming back to the struggle is... How can I do this so that it all works out well and I feel I feel okay? Mm. Anyway, I went up to the counter and I thought, just be honest. Just be honest. Anyway, I opened the the DVD case and um, told the lady the story. She was really fine with with it all and um, she said, yes, we can replace it. But when I went to get the DVD out, there was not one mark, there was not one scratch, there was no gouge, there was no split, it looked as if it was brand new. Mm. So I thought, the first thing I thought was, oh, I've just picked up the wrong disc. Mm. Um, there's three discs in
0: in, the box. You know, in each yeah. box.
1: So I picked up the second one and looked at her, dumbfounded. Oh, it must be the other one. <laughs> so then I picked up the third one, and that was also in perfect order. So now I'm going in my head, maybe we've picked up the wrong series. No, this is the right box. Then I went through and checked, no, these are the right titles. So I was puzzled, but, um,
0: But you you know, what else can you do? What you (laughs) knew was that there wasn't a damaged DVD in there anymore.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I, um, yeah, I took that um, that DVD home and we put it in the machine at home. My dad checked it through. My mum checked it through. Everything was in perfect condition. Mm. So, yeah.
0: so why do you think uh these sorts of things happen in life you know how, how does it uh how does it relate to your spirituality we've, we've got about just 30 seconds before we go to a break but um are you able to lead us into you know what's what's significant about this to you
1: well To me, it puzzled me because it was a trivial thing. Mm. Why would God decide to do a miracle on a DVD? It's a DVD. Who cares Mm. about a DVD when Mm. there's much more dire things happening in the world? Mm. And, um, you know, metaphorically, I realized, you know, that there are so many things that we cannot fix in our power. I knew as soon as I picked up that DVD, I cannot fix this. And, you know, we can't, we can't always fix our problems. We can't always work through our struggles and we, we can't feel that deep need within ourselves on our own. And, you know, we do play an active role in our life and the choices that we make. Like, you know, God doesn't say to us be passive and hide things under the rug and, and, you know, don't, don't do anything, um, about anything. Um, but, you know, we, we can come to God in humility and, um, you know, he can surprise us by, um, yeah, he- providing miracles in trivial things mm. Mm. Um, that, or, as we will explore,
0: or, or uh, in are big much things, deeper. or in big yeah. things as well. So, I guess the point is that he really wants us to come to him with our with our challenges. Yeah, do, do we want to read just a couple of these verses before we go to the break? Yeah, you, sure. They you've picked out here. We've got Psalm 55 in verse 22. It says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And there's another one in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. This is a great one, isn't it? That says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Um, there's one other verse there that I, I didn't read that we could read. It's in uh, Maybe we'll read it after the break. It's in 1 Peter. <laughs> we'll come back in with that. So, yeah, this is this is a great story that it it helps us remember that God really does care for us and he wants us to go to him with our challenges and our struggles. This song is Find Rest by Carolyn Cobb and it's featuring Taylor Leonhardt.
2: Leon Are you weary? Are you weary Are you tired Beneath your heavy load Are you weighed down And at last confessed You cannot carry This burden on your own.
0: This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM. And uh, we just listened to that beautiful song, Find Rest, by Carolyn Cobb. And it so much relates to one of the verses we read, Matthew eleven twenty eight, that It says, Come to me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But there was another verse we missed uh, we didn't read before, and it's uh, another beautiful one. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore under the mighty hand of god so that at the proper time he may exalt you casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you and that's found in first peter five verse six to seven now uh tamika did you struggle to accept that this was really a miracle did it take you long to understand that this was a miracle
1: Yes, and if I'm really honest, even doing this program and talking about it, it still seems laughable to me. Um, yes, I, I think that the more unexpected or unusual a miracle is, the harder you know, the harder it is for us to get a, our head around it. Mm. But um, you know, to me, as I've mentioned. A DVD is such a trivial matter. Who cares about fixing a DVD? But as I was preparing this lesson, I really felt convicted to to write this um, this this program up today. And one of the questions that kind of was floating around in my mind was, um, you know, what made this DVD important to restore rather than replace? Mm. Because you know, people go and replace DVDs all the time. Yeah. So what was, it's what was broken, special about this? broken, you throw it
0: out, you get a new one. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. But,
0: yeah. So so what's significant about the way this worked?
1: Well, I think it helped me to see that we are a bit like DVDs. You know, we are – we're damaged. Um we cannot fix ourselves. We are incapable of that because of sin, but God is not willing to just throw us out and replace us. Mm. No, he loves us so much. He wants to restore and heal us. Mm. You know, he 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 wants to to fix our um, you know heal our brokenness and a brokenness that we often don't even see within ourselves. Mm. And He doesn't just cast us aside and, you know, replace us. We are not replaceable. He restores us. And, you know, one of what I mentioned before, one of my deepest needs is to feel that I am lovable, that I am God's friend. And the quickest way to bring me down into a, you know, a hole of feeling terrible is to put me in a position where I feel cast aside or rejected. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like what I was doing to that DVD. I just thought, yep, I'll just replace it. Who cares? But God spoke to my heart in this, um, especially in the last, you know, few days, um, that He's not even willing to cast aside the DVD, and I am more precious to Him than a DVD.
0: But he but he, he was able to teach through that simple example of a DVD such an important spiritual message. Yeah, and uh, I think that also reflects that He cares for us so much. There's a couple of verses you've got picked out here. Um, yeah. Luke 12, verse 7 says, Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. And uh, another one says uh, in John 15, 11, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. What's mm-hmm. uh, What would you like to say more about these verses?
1: Well, I think um, I like the illustration that God uses sparrows in the Bible because sparrows, you know, are one of the most common b- birds that we see around. Mm. And, um, you know, as you'd know in Tasmania, there's a lot of uh, roadkill here. Mm. And there are, you know, we have a lot of common animals. Spar- sparrows are one of them. But, you know, we have wallabies here and, and all types of animals. And um, and God, you know, it, back then you know he he illustrates his love for um for the sparrows um and you know they they are fed um they don't they don't um they don't store up their food in fridges and freezers like we do they go and they they find food and i uh, you know that's the illustration that god used and in today you know we have such a technology based society that it's not a surprise that God would illustrate something um Metaphorically using technology, you know, mm. that's our language. Mm. Um, yeah. And
0: so, uh, so yeah, back, back to the story of the DVD, um, I, I guess the question is, you know, why, why was that so important to you?
1: <clears throat> well, this miracle highlighted the fact that it's important. To, to share stories with one another mm. like I'm sharing this story with you now about a DVD and talking about a spiritual lesson but also watching call the Midwife which is um, a television show that's um, based on um, you know true events that happened uh, in England in the 1950s and 60s that illustrates you know the reality of, of how people were living at the time mm. and you know, I think that God uses stories um, for healing, You know, whether they're true stories or whether they're fictitious. And when I say, you know, we should go and see fictitious stories or watch or, you know, consume fictitious stories, uh, you know, be wise in what you're watching. <laughs> but stories, um, you know, hit us in ways that the other things don't and they, they can create healing Healing for mm. us, especially when we've got a connection with God, and we just keep coming back to God
0: mm.
1: and talking with Him about those things.
0: Mm. Um, there's a lot uh, to talk about here that um, we might we might take a break, and then we'll we'll come back and, and see what else we can fit into our program because there's so much that you've got to share here about this. But we wanted to give you an opportunity to. Think about what we've been talking about today and uh, perhaps there've, there's been some things come to your mind about uh, struggles that you've faced uh, during as we've been sharing um, today. Perhaps uh, you haven't taken those struggles to God and we'd like to give you an opportunity to do that. We're actually going to play two songs. One's a short one. And uh just to lead into that, there's this verse in Isaiah 41.10. Um, this is uh, both 41.10 and 13 of Isaiah. It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up with my righteous right hand. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. Do you have some uh, challenges that you haven't taken to God? Perhaps uh, you haven't asked him for help with those. We've got a book offer today coming up after the break. It's called Miracles in Unexpected Places. I'll share a little bit more about that after the break. But here's some time now to think about some things that perhaps uh, you haven't yet shared with God.
3: Feel Lord For I am with thee Be not dismayed For I am thy I will help thee and I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness Mm -hmm. and I will uphold you Right hand.
0: Listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and today we're finishing up our program with Tamika Spalding on the, the topic of how God answers our prayers, and sometimes He answers even when we don't pray. Um, even before we pray, should I say. Um, Now, before the break, we did promise a book giveaway, a code to claim this free book. It's called Miracles in Unexpected Places. And the book, uh, I'll just give you a quick summary. Real miracles occur in unexpected places and at unexpected times. When and where God chooses to miraculously intervene in people's lives is generally unpredictable but miracles do happen. So this book by Stanley Maxwell, you can claim today. It's uh, we've just got two copies to give away. So the code for today is Connect Seventeen. Connect One Seven. Text that into zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. No spaces in there. Just Connect One Seven. Now Tameka, um, we've got so much to share, but just briefly uh, tell us why was this uh, particular DVD series important, and, and how this event impacted on your family.
1: Yeah. Well, um, a few years ago, um, when I was pregnant with my fourth uh, child, we came across this series for the first time. I'd never seen it before that. It was a fairly new series out back then as well, um, back in uh, 2018. And... Uh, yeah, we, we began watching it and my son, um, who was 11 at the time was really quite intrigued at, at pregnancy and, and how those, how that all worked. And so we, we sort of watched it as an educational show rather than, um, just watching it for entertainment purposes. And my, my mum and, um, my sister, my mum and my, uh, daughter and my son, uh, yeah, began to be, you know, prepared for, for birth. And, um, my family um, my yeah my mum and my eldest daughter and my eldest son and my husband came in um, for my fourth birth and were able to um, be a part of that, which was beautiful mm. and My daughter cut the cord um, and so you know that was that was something that we really shared together and I liked that we could discuss while we were watching this particular show you know love marriage, relationships mm. family history mm. and what became more important about this show. Um, was my mum's own journey. And, um, you know, as I said, this program was based in the 50s and 60s. My mum was born in 57. Um, she was a type 1 diabetic and at the time the way that they used insulin for type 1 diabetics back then was very different. And she remembered a, a time that she um you know it was quite traumatic that um, her mum had um, delivered at home to a stillborn baby and she can remember going next door to um, to find newspapers from the the next door neighbor to come and and help and mm. um you know to work with the ambulance staff and she was only um, about seven years old so um you know have it had was a
0: huge impact on it was that. huge mm.
1: yeah and this particular DVD that was um that I was trying to replace couldn't be replaced because they didn't have another copy to replace it Mm. um, with and so when we got home we could watch this this dvd and it brought up some discussions um, around that area that mum could still talk about trauma you know as i've i've gotten older she's able to share more with me and we can reflect and talk about things more and so you know that's important she also um, had a, a stillborn herself at 24 weeks, and so we were able to talk about that. You know, back then, um, it wasn't as much of an open topic. Um, you you often didn't talk about it, um, mm. I, talk about it openly or ever again. And so, you know, this gave my mum an opportunity to talk about trauma, and that's why this DVD was so important to her. On my dad's um, perspective. You know, he had been listening to me talk to mum, you know, for the the nights that she was at home about things that was happening in my life, miracles, um, working with Faith FM. And my dad, he's on the the autism spectrum. He's very literal. He loves technology. He collects DVDs, cassettes, um, you know, records. And so this particular miracle stood out to him and convicted him because he knew that... It was a very damaged DVD, and when it now was in good condition, he thought there is no other—it's uh, nothing else that makes sense to There's him. No other than, explanation. This must be a miracle, and he he said to me, it, "Tamika, it's like the miracles that you've been talking to Mum about." Um, it's the only thing that makes sense. And it it reminded him of a miracle that happened to him um, when he was about seven years old and he was at primary school um, in a group of um, about 10 children. And at the time he was going to the church of England with his mum occasionally. And uh, so he didn't know a lot about God when he was quite young. And, um, you know, obviously he's still learning at that age and, They were actually discussing in this group of about 10 kids there and then that, um, you know, Jesus was around years ago. So, just with common sense, this Jesus must be dead by now because he would have died of old age. Mm. And there was a a thought that he had, run. Mm. And... All the kids had the same thought, but it happened in such a split second that no one talked about it, so they just ran. Mm. And so a group went off into a a paddock and the other group ran towards the classrooms. And as they were running away, there were – this was in September. It was a fine day. There was no explanation at all um, that that bad weather was coming and um, three strikes of lightning hit that ground that they were standing in um, quite quickly, Mm. one after the other and he turned around and witnessed this and he knew within himself that this was a miracle and that whatever they heard in church about god and jesus he knew he wasn't sure what else to think other than this this god or jesus they're they're real mm. and this particular you know th- this group of children got together later and 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 shared with each other um, what had happened for them personally? They just knew they had to run, and they did believe, and that has that has been with him his whole life. That one story has kept him faithful his whole life. Mm.
0: Um, that, that's amazing. Um, in in our forty seconds left that we've yeah. got, um, what's what's a verse that's that's really helped you through all of this, or or been in inspiration?
1: Well, I love the one um, It's found in Joshua one nine, and it says, I have commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I think that's a great one to end on because God is with us wherever we go, and we can be strong and in good courage because Mm. we have this promise.
0: Mm. It's amazing how he he shows up. He shows up even sometimes (laughs) when we don't expect it. And uh, that's something we can rely on, we can trust in. Yeah. So it's great. Well, thank you, Tamika. Uh, I wish we had more time, but we've run out because uh, there's, I know you've got more to share, but we've got plenty more programs to come in the future. So we'll have you back on. Have you picked a topic for your next program as yet?
1: Yes, my next program is called I Am a Friend of God.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, we're not sure exactly when that will be, but uh, in a few weeks' time probably we'll have you back on with that one. Uh, Next week on Connecting the Dots, we're going to hear from George Van Deventer, and uh, he's a fascinating guy, a, a new friend of mine, and he's going to come in and share a personal testimony, so that'll be great. And, of course, uh, back on Monday with uh, Mark Falconer on Encounters with Jesus. If you haven't uh, texted in, Connect 17, Connect 17, Miracles in Unexpected Places. Only two copies of that. Have a great day. This is Anchor of Hope by Ellie Holcomb. Thanks, to Megan.
2: Marvelous, wonderful, infinite guy author of all that is good faithful provider and giver of life source of all power and love Vote for the souls of men Gracious, compassionate, merciful God Radiant, holy delight Beautiful Father, victorious Son Source of unchangeable light shepherd who comes for the lost rock of salvation remarkable love savior who died on the cross